good, better, best, never let it rest until the good becomes better and the better becomes best. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Craig and Jonah. Sorry, I'm battling a bit of a cold. So if I sound different and if I have to mute the mic, you cough and stuff <laughs> like that, that's what's going on. Um, so um, today's topic, we got some mic issues here going on here. All right, let's try that. So uh, today's topic is uh, Jonah and I were um, talking about King Solomon the other day, and uh, we've had some conversations on and off about that and i actually have something that sort of relates to that a little bit so with that in mind jonah why don't you go ahead and start talking about so i was thinking about the conversation the other day we were talking about whether using porn equates to infidelity and uh the only real you know i was just thinking about you know it's like a guy having thousands of mistresses you know and so i I just happened to come across a Bible verse that uh, seemed to illustrate what that might look like, you know, and, and so it talks about uh, in the book of Kings, how Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines, you know, and so that got me to thinking. And I was like, you know, what would that be like? You know, we're already late to mass with just one wife showering ahead of me, you know, <laughs> I can't imagine getting the whole entourage ready. You know, then what would that look like in modern terms? You know, like if somebody had, you know, 700 wives and 300 concubines, I think that wouldn't, you know, quite be accepted by society uh, in the same way that pornography uses. And I think it's silly to compare the two because obviously they're different, you know, like I would think, so at first, when I thought about the kind of guys that would have 700 wives, and 300 concubines, I'm not sure how to combine those two, you know, because they're separate. And I'm not sure what separated the status of a wife and a concubine at that time. But in today's terms, the kinds of guys that I thought would have that would be like, you know, Maybe the alphas of society like Aaron Rodgers or LeBron James, you know, like when they roll into town, they got their 700 wives. And I was just thinking like the flowing robes and the majesty of everybody rolling into town. And um, but then I was like, no, that's not quite right, because Solomon really, if you read, you know, he married these women for political purposes. Mm -hmm. So and we're not going to name names, but we can see how some of the politicians of our day <laughs> could possibly have like a thousand women, you know. And uh, that wouldn't really surprise anybody, especially for political alliances like Solomon was involved with the Egyptians and whoever else, you know, that they could trade with. And uh, it's just interesting. But the, Sol the story of Solomon is interesting because, you know, the reason that Solomon became so powerful, at least according to the Bible, is just that he, he sort of knew how to pray. You know, like he asked God for wisdom and, and God was there, you know, and, and helped him through that. And I think that's really the message for everybody is just like, no matter what your situation is and, you know, just, you know, you might not think that you're in a state of grace or whatever, you still pray. And Solomon at the time was, and then his thousand women let him astray and uh, let him down the, the primrose path. But, uh, you know, it's just interesting because he goes from asking God for wisdom to like seven verses later, having a thousand women in his life. Did the request for wisdom come first or after it that? It came first. Okay. Yep. And God said, as long as you... Um, you know, live by my commandments, you know, I'll give you anything you want. And so he's like, well, I want a thousand women, you know, and that's like, you know, there's a few verses later. And, you know, so then you think like, 
Is that like, you know, collecting baseball cards or something like that, where, you know, like you got the Derek Jeter rookie card that you never take out of the package? You know, I don't know. I kind of doubt it. But, you know, because after a while, you know, like you see how it kind of builds up over time, you know, like, oh, let's get married. And then, you know, I'm sure after a while, it's like, oh, 30 more. What the hell? You know, <laughs> I don't know how you amass a thousand women. is just like, especially how you designate between wife and concubine. I'm not sure how that worked out for him. I think marriage is a little different. I think it was much more um, pragmatic and, like you said, political back then than it was. And we actually we had a video we were watching the other day. Someone was talking about kind of the historical origins of marriage and how our what we consider marriage now is very different than it was even a hundred years ago. It's more of a contract back then. Yeah, like it was just you know you kind of needed each other to survive and have children and kids to tend the fields and stuff like that uh, not that love was but Absent, but but it was a di- very different thing but it's funny because uh so you know we, you and i were doing the math we're trying to think how like there's a good chance we're a you know child of solomon at some point you yeah. know, if you go back far enough i mean realistically i'd blame it all on him then because you think he could have had you know like fifty thousand kids you know or or more i mean i don't know I suppose he had thought, you know, the math isn't quite right, but he maybe he had women outside of the marriages. I don't know. You know, I mean, he wouldn't even know at that point, you know, <laughs> who's coming in this room. I was telling my wife that we were talking about this and she immediately started doing the math. Like, so how often was, was each wife sleeping with him? And she's like, and she was like, that's, I could, I could get on board with that idea. Like only every three months or something you need. <laughs> <laughs> She was she was not opposed to to a very diluted intimacy schedule. That is funny. We should talk to a Mormon, maybe. You know, like I'm really fascinated by that for obvious reasons. <laughs> I don't know, you know, because then I wonder, you know, just how well that goes. You know, like because you have, you know, if he's got a thousand women in his life, do five hundred of them say he's got to mow the lawn that day or whatever? Because that would get, you know, be like almost like a, a voting system for who wants him to do what that day. Yeah, I mean, what if they gang up on you? Yeah, I, that wouldn't be pretty. Um. I don't know. I it seems like you're inviting a lot a lot of uh, complexity into your life. For I'm not sure what fleeting benefit you're trying to get out of that, but he had a lot of financial resources at that time, so I think it might it might have been a little different and power in general. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to think that uh, man's appetite is never satisfied. Apparently, yeah, I could see that. You know, like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. You know, so. So what was Solomon's I and I'm I'm not real familiar with it but what was his ultimate demise or what was his status with God so, when he died like yeah. he Oh, I don't know if well the Lord was angry with him. Let me see here. So after he you know had the 800 or 1000 women in his life, uh the Lord became angry with Solomon and this is from uh 1 Kings 11, you know, chapter 11. And uh, he rose up his enemies against him. And basically, I think that was his demise. Um, All these rebels and enemies took him down. Um, Oh, here's Solomon's death. Um, As for the other events of Solomon's reign, all he did and the wisdom he displayed, are they not written in the book of the annals of Solomon? Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel for 40 years, and then he rested with his ancestors, and that's pretty much it. It doesn't say whether he died in 
you know, what sort of state with the Lord, but you would think probably in a good state. I think, you know, near your death, you'd turn back. I don't know. But then, I mean, I so, so did the Lord get bothered with wife number two, wife number <laughs> 150, 500? Like, what was the tipping point? I'd like to know. Mm, I think it was that 300th concubine. Mm. That set, <laughs> set the Lord over. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it says this is, you know, verse three, he had 700 wives of royal birth. And three hundred concubines, and his wives led him astray. Well, you know, we Catholics, we like to know where so the... it wasn't the concubines; oh. it was the wives. <laughs> Consider me surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's it is interesting, and they, you know, they say that they were of you know royal um, bloodline or whatever. So, like it royal birth so it does make you think that you know but i mean it's a lot of royalty you know all in one family like that i mean i'm seems sure like thanksgiving what, was kind of uncomfortable you know everybody's you know battling over position or whatever seems like what's everyone's royalty no one's royalty anymore but uh but you know I, you know we catholics like to know where the where the boundaries are at so you know like i said it's uh, we we know from a couple episodes ago that you can you can go up to about nineteen minutes uh, and, and give your wife <laughs> pleasure, um, and apparently um, I, I'm not sure if it was the seven seven hundredth wife or the three hundredth concubine, but it's nice to know where where the limits are. Good to know where the limit is. I think it, yeah. it might have been the second wife though, because if you look at David, you know who was Solomon's father. He uh, was led astray by a. Uh, yeah, he's a mistress as well. You know, he saw her bathing on the roof and uh, then had her husband killed so he could be with her. And yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think maybe just one wife, you know. So, so riddle me this. But then also, I'm sorry to interrupt, but he okay. looked at her and he wasn't, you know, shunned at that point. You know, like, I mean, it is different than I think there is some sort of distinction between just I'm not pro <laughs> any of this, you know, stuff online, but like. There is, I think there's a distinction to be made between actually having an affair and just, you know, online. Don't tell, the, don't tell the folks over. Chris, I I don't know. Um, yeah, it seems to me that there is. I mean, I it takes uh, it takes two minutes to to fall, find yourself in that sin on your phone. But, you yeah. know, arranging a, a, a fling somewhere with someone around, it seems like I a lot of work. With a phone, though, you could also arrange it in about two minutes nowadays. I suppose, like Uber. I don't know. I guess I guess I'm showing my ignorance. I haven't. Oh, what what is it? I don't even know the app either, but it's the one that sounds like a flame, uh, you know. Oh, uh, Tinder. Tinder. There we go. Jeepers, creepers. Boy, we are. You could have been married a long time. <laughs> we rehearsed that a long time just to make it sound like. That was real. We, we don't know what it, any of that is. Yeah. I think we nailed that. We did. Plausible deniability. That's because it was real. <laughs> but so, I mean, obviously God was, says God was not pleased with Solomon, nor was he super pleased with David. But I don't get the impression that he gave up on those folks. Mm-hmm. They're still mentioned in scripture, I think still kind of positively. I think they're both sort of heroes, you know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So, so how do I, how do we, how do we uh, reconcile that with uh, poor Onan got 
got <laughs> pulled out that one time too many. Yeah, got knocked off by God because he pulled out and shot shot on the ground. I, I mean that uh, that is a mystery that deepens for me. Maybe they didn't pull out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what a it'd be a. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna refrain from commenting what I was thinking about, but yeah, I mean it is. Uh, huh. Yeah, <laughs> first time. Yeah, yeah, it must be pretty bad. <laughs> first time for everything, but uh, I don't know. It, it. We'll see. Well, maybe it'll loosen up here. It'll come out anyway. But um, yeah, I mean, I just you know you you look at that. And then you look at poor Onan, and then you look at poor, you know, poor modern day Catholics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I continue to I continue to watch a lot of podcasts or or like I see the stuff online, and you see people see men fretting over um, whether they are lusting after their wives because they want want them so much during the abstinence periods, and I'm just like, whew. Yeah, how do we go from the those stages to that point? I agree. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand that. Um, maybe someone can explain it to me. So, um, I have yet to see a convincing explanation for how um, the, our, the God of the Old Testament was, I would say, fine with all that stuff, but certainly wasn't uh, all hot and bothered. Yes. Wasn't striking him down. Yeah, you know, with a lot of polygamy, uh, you know, various sexual sins. I don't know. Yeah, know. patient to a fault, it almost seems. And then you look at here we Other are. Men. Yeah, I don't know. He may we Lord just having a having a rough day and on and just set him off. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think you know, really, you know, we just can't worry about it as much as you know, we we tend to and just talk to God about everything and just go to confession and uh, just trust in God's mercy. I mean, that's really all that you can do. I mean, for most guys, that's all you can really do. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, just remember, it could be worse. You could have Solomon's problems. You could have 700 wives and 300 <laughs> concubines. And then they're, uh, they're, you're still not happy. So... <laughs> Count your blessings, boys. <laughs> it doesn't say he wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could, you could put up a lot, with a lot of uh, political turmoil in your life uh, if, with that kind of schedule. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so when he was living in that, you know, constant state of bliss or whatever, he's living in like that. Like, I mean, the kingdom was quite successful. I mean, they were like extremely wealthy. <laughs> I'm sure that yeah. you know maybe he was you know motivated by all the child support he's gonna have to pay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it does make you wonder the guy in the perpetual bliss period. You can get a lot done. Yeah. I think that guy ever knew what PMAS was. I doubt it. <laughs> oh, it's been uh, four days. Let's go find another dozen wives. Four days. Yeah. <laughs> Like four hours <laughs> i don't know i don't even know what that guy's schedule looked like you know like i don't know how he got anything else done i don't know he did a lot in those minutes he had for actual work 
Yeah, that's um, seems like maybe there's a little bit of uh, hyperbole built into that. Yeah, those are pretty round numbers too. Yeah, I mean, you know, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at like the Hebrew, I forget what the name of it is called, where the numbers mean something. Yeah. Uh, but seven hundred and three hundred, I think seven and three are both good numbers so sorry solomon we only built the castle for a thousand a thousand bedroom castle <laughs> 900 bathrooms if you if you're going to take on more we're going to have to add on and that's just so goes outside of our uh the, the codes of the time yeah i think you're just going to have to find a way to 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 be satisfied with what you have <laughs> solomon i don't know i can't even imagine what they look like you know I kind of think, I don't know. It seems like it stopped to stop being all that fun at that point in time. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, man, I just like I said, I don't know how you get anything else done. But I don't know. I mean, so here we are. How many thousands of years later? Uh, about three. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Quibbling over other acts and solo acts and. Yeah, it was. It did lead to his demise, in fairness. Yeah, despite his wild success. Yeah, during that time, that makes me feel a little better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it did lead to his demise. Cuts the jealousy down a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you you can rest easy knowing that. Yeah, yeah, down, but yeah, (laughs) I don't know. But I think that's the message. Just you know, Solomon was known for his prayers and his wisdom, and. you know, we should just always turn towards the Lord. But I do see why he wrote an entire chapter in the Bible about sex. You know, and that does make sense. It now. does make some sense now, yeah. He's apparently, uh, you know, just quite skilled with flowery language. I'm sure that's how he, you know, seduced many of his wives, you know, you would think. We could have had a ton but, of time for foreplay. It was, he would have just been, uh, I don't know. Is he just like wooing groups at a time? Or are they bringing up, I mean, you can't hmm. do that to each individual one. True. He'd still be out there trying to marry him. Your breasts are like twin fawns and they just fall over. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. I'm, I'm yours. I got to write that down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the downfall of that whole family line there is, you know, David and Solomon and I don't know whoever else came after, but. Yep. It's a lesson we can learn. You know, even today, or lesson we can use even today. So keep that in mind. Stay off the internet. Pray to God. Ask for mercy. That's it. Amen. All right. Well, thank you, Jonah. You bet. And until next time, everyone. Bye. Have a good one.